Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach and I flicked a booger off the raven. I'm Ben and I'm a, a bee. Like Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Or like, um, the Black Eyed Peas? Uh, like, like the B movie. Okay. Yeah. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the RCT, um, like, remake of the B movie in Roller Coaster Tycoon? I saw the post about it, but I didn't actually watch the video. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't find the actual video either. I just saw the like the article about it, but I'd like yeah. to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a good just YouTube content idea is just um, recreate movie trailers in RCT. Yeah, yeah. Nolan, we found your calling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouts to Nolan if he's listening. By the way, much love. <clears throat> What's shouts up? Shouts to you for listening you listener um maybe we know you personally maybe we don't maybe we've met perhaps we haven't but either way welcome to your favorite coaster sucks and we're glad you're here maybe you've tried to say hi to us and we were i was well i'll say maybe you tried saying hi to one of us and we didn't notice and for that we're sorry i'm sorry yeah yeah if we ever accidentally brushed you off it was accidental it was not on purpose. We really do genuinely love meeting people who enjoy this show. <laughs> so no no intentional brush-offs ever happened. It's always been accidental if it happened and our bad. But we're uh we're getting kind of meta here. Yeah, what's what's uh going on in the real world? Well, um El Toro had a boo-boo. Yeah, that car looked fucked up. Um, I'm actually surprised there wasn't any more damage. I mean, I guess that's just uh, that's good engineering. But yeah, you know, I mean, I guess a smoke crazy. smoke coming out of the wheel assembly. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I mean, I don't know how true any of this is, but it's all it's all Reddit speculation that um, the wheel exploded, and so. I guess whatever, whatever the, the chassis is or whatever, sort of derailed, and then uh, I guess it crawled into that position. So it'd been interesting to see. I'm surprised there's no security footage of it, or I guess I should say, if it does exist, they probably won't be releasing it. No, I'm sure not. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. We obviously don't have all the details. Of what's going on with it, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a wheel thing, because yeah. that would make sense that it would then, you know, basically not screech to a halt, but, you know, stop and <laughs> mm-hmm. like you said, good engineering. Yeah, you know, right. probably poor maintenance. I'm going to call it now. Yeah, probably because it's just wheel like wheel. Yeah, wheel maintenance is falls under the park, not necessarily Intamin. 
Um, yeah, like I'm sure whoever manufactures those wheels has a, a manufacturer specified life cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, okay, it's going to be good for 1500 cycles on the coaster or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, obviously, hopefully more than that, but I just picked a random number, but it's like, oh, that's how much it's good for. And then after that, you're on your own. <laughs> kind of like um, steel cables. Where yep, exactly the, corn the starch won't do the fucking trick. Like, what <laughs> fucking corn starch won't do the goddamn trick? <laughs> <laughs> like ah, oh, well these these cables keep slipping. So uh, oh yeah, let's grab see. some Argo. <laughs> <laughs> what really? <laughs> grab some vegetable seasoning or some shortening. <laughs> Oh Corn man! Starch can't melt steel cables. Seriously though, what the fuck is going on with all these accidents on rides and coasters this year? Yep, Skyrush had a fuck up. Shivering Timbers. Yep. Um, I mean, Thunderbird had a had that their fuck up, and Voyage had their fuck up. <laughs> Although Voyage wasn't a ride problem fault, right? Yeah, but- Thunderbird. Thunderbird will throw that in. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is it like my, my only thing I could think of is like, is there any possibility that like some of these rides after left sitting for a year, not doing anything and specifically not receiving maintenance? Well, I, I bet it has possibly have affected it somehow. Right. I bet it has something to do with um, a shortage of staff. Well, I was also wondering that is like, well, if you if you furloughed everybody except for like one guy in maintenance, mm-hmm. and then they're trying to hire people back and like train them, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like you're going to be cutting some corners, probably. Yeah, I, I expect it happening, and it's probably. Do you want it done right, or do you want it done fast? We yeah. want it done fast, damn it. Well, also when it comes to part replacements. Um, you know, so like, let's say there's an entire assembly of, I don't know, five different parts. Now with all these shipping delays and supply chain issues, um, whatnot, it's really hard to find parts. So it's probably, there's probably situations where it's like, well, let's just do the bare minimum duct tape fix for now just to get the ride open because, you know, so-and-so park owner is, is yelling at everybody. Because they need, they need Skyrush to be open. Otherwise, the fucking doozies will, you know, pull a QAnon capital ride on the fucking entrance. And so they're like, all right, just open the ride. And then it fucks up. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, amusement parks are known for uh, d- devastating cost cutting measures. And I'm not saying it's a blame thing because I I understand that their profit margins are razor thin. We get that here. It's just that it can lead to some poor choices in budgeting. Right. Not to mention, look where these. I mean, where the parks are. It's like you. It's Michigan's Adventure. You know, it's Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, Indiana for Holiday World, um, New Jersey. Yeah, so it's like, you know, those aren't exactly the the best states for um well, for anything, but <laughs> <coughs> I 
well, I mean, how long will it be before Ohio's on that list? Oh, actually, you know what? Gatekeeper chain. Never mind. Gatekeeper's chain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, you know, I have a feeling that there's probably some supplier out there that, you know, there's kind of like a go-to supplier for these types of parts that can't get their work or whatever. For some reason, they can't get parts and they've had to supplement in some way. And maybe, um, maybe they're getting parts from Golden Horse, like knockoff parts. Right. <laughs> Are you sure this is the right scale? Yeah. <laughs> So I didn't know this. Did you know that um, Golden Horse was chased out of IAPA? I had heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they were trying to like take pictures of proprietary technologies and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Which I heard is like, like Zam- not fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I heard, I heard it in two because like I heard Zamperla was there and they were just like, what the fuck? Like you're trying to sell rides that we produce. Like you're trying to sell copies of our rides. And these are these are rides which like his ride technologies all get patented. So it's like these are ride technologies that have been patented, but patent like uh, intellectual property rights don't get treated the same way in fucking China. Yeah, right. You know, but maybe maybe China's got the maybe that's like the what the what a true free market is. Tree free market means you can just rip off whoever the fuck you want. I mean, it's it's closer because a true <laughs> free market. Yeah, you don't have to pay labor any set minimum. You know, a and true I mean, free I'm, market. Uh, the 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 consumer gets to choose at the end of the day. And I mean, I'm gonna go on Golden Horse's uh, RCDB page and just look at their. I mean, they're they're doing some pretty crazy shit. Um, like they're getting better. I mean, they got nowhere to go but up. Yeah, they have they have over three hundred and what is this three hundred and forty three hundred forty four different roller coasters or yeah different roller coasters. Um, I'll be impressed when they install something in a country that's like not China. Like a Western country, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Then I'll be impressed. I love their vertical drop coaster. The, it looks the so one fucking with, jank. The one at the four rows that doesn't even—I don't even think it comes to a stop. Well, because they probably couldn't figure out that reverse chain thing. <laughs> they had the chain fit like they had the chain facing the wrong way, and it's like, oh. And it just gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the off ride footage of this ride because if you watch closely on the like in the fourth row, um like it's the they clearly didn't run all the calculations properly because the fourth row gets yanked over so hard that you can actually see so yeah, yeah, okay, so it does come to a complete stop. But the front car hangs over and the train is so long that the last two rows are completely flat. And so like that fourth row gets whipped over so fast that you can actually see the people's like heads getting like slammed back. It's super. It looks super aggressive. I mean, it, look, it would be a lot of fun if you don't die. 
And then it goes, and then like the it ride randomly switches to um, like Intamin track. It like immediately pulls eight G's at the bottom of the first drop. <laughs> so you're like your head snaps back, and then you go like ooh. <laughs> Oh, the ride looks awful. That'd be fucking hilarious, though, but not fun. Yeah, I mean, I would love to try one of those knockoff coasters with the... Oh, wait a minute. Coaster Stu- I never saw this. Coaster Studios has did, did something useful Who? for once. Coaster Studios. Who? You know, uh, Coasters Studios. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> So they actually they actually did a Golden Horse IAPA 2018 interview. I didn't see this. Um, IAPA interviews are the most awkward fucking things, right? So lot- you make rides, huh? Yeah, I love I love the Rob ones where Rob shows up like in his TPR T-shirt, wearing the cargo shorts, and he he has that microphone that looks like he stole from his like daughter's like play radio thing like those you know, those Fisher Price um tape recorders with the smiley face on it <laughs> like from Toy Story <laughs> yeah yeah like like it looks like you're just walking around and he's like okay guys i'm here with uh Claude Mabillard at B&M and um and he gets out of breath he's like so you guys make great rides um uh, so, so tell me, how do you guys get the ideas for your rides? And then they're just like, uh, um, well, you know, we work with parks and we, you know, we gather their requirements and then we, we come up with a design that fits the park's needs and, oh, great. Um, I, I love the flying coaster. Um, how, 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 how did you get that idea for the flying coaster? John Wardley. It's like, uh, well, you know, a, a park came to us and they're like, Hey, uh, we have a flying coaster concept and, uh, they, we, we built it. Cool. So like, do you remember when you built Batman, the ride? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it like so awesome? <laughs> <laughs> Like that's what all those IAPA interviews seem to be about a minute away from. Yeah, right, right. I mean, do you remember when you built Iron Guazi? <laughs> Wasn't it so awesome? <laughs> well, it's like every time, anytime someone interviews Alan Shilkey, it's like that. It's like, wow, like where do you get the ideas for your rides? And you know, it's there's you know he doesn't really like answer. It's just a very. Um, I don't know. From his perspective, it's like, well, we just we have a, a you know we copy and paste elements from other rides, and we just fit the layout and we produce it. That's about it. Yeah, the park wants a ride. They tell us what they want, and we uh, we make it. <laughs> oh wow, man! <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys hiring? Like, how do we get? How can how can someone interested in a coaster engineering get a job? I have no experience and I'm still in high school. <laughs> I've built a lot of roller coaster tycoon rides. I built a few no limits rides. <clears throat> I'm a beast in planet coaster. I want to actually take a second though and say like if you're interested in that shit, fucking pursue it, but don't be an idiot. <laughs> 
go take a math class, take some cat yeah. classes, whatever. I it's, think, yeah, I think you need to have a balance of trying to pursue the industry, but also having like chasing other opportunities that are similar to those experiences that help you build a resume. So like, right. Like don't, don't think like, I want to be a roller coaster engineer. Think I want to be a, an engineer mm-hmm. and then hopefully make it more specific from there. Yeah. Right. Cause otherwise right. the approach is all wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's that kind of seems to be what happens. Like people are in their second year of engineering, you know, like their engineering degree and then they're, they're going to IAPA with resumes and it's not that that can't work, but you know, you're probably better off getting an internship at your local manufacturing company, getting on some projects, maybe doing a little job hopping, pick a specific engineering niche. Right. Yeah. And then, go design a fucking tab folding box for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like go do some of that shit. So you got a good resume to go bring with you to IAPA. Mm-hmm. And then if you can pepper in, Oh, I also love roller coasters. I have a background with this and that. Then that's the fucking cherry on top. Yeah. But if you're approaching it like you're just a fan that really wants to work there, no fucking way, man. Yeah, that's also, not how that's not how you get the roadie gig. Roadies didn't didn't show up going, man. I fucking love Metallica. Well, I I mean, also you know, I I've done ten years of manufacturing engineering, and like, also what helps is. Um, specialize in something really specific, become an expert in it. Um, but pick something that's kind of re- like related to coasters. So, um, for example, like I knew a guy who literally just engineers air gates and then like does the design for the PLC and like the control panel and stuff. And there's a job right there. And you're basically, you know, you're on site. So yeah, building, building control panels. That's a job. Yeah, that's like electrical engineering. You can do that. It doesn't have to be for a roller coaster, but you can get that job. But yeah, I think the you know the best the best option for the youngins that are uh, looking to get into that field is is think more broadly than just roller coasters. Or do you think anyone's ever like uh, had a resume of no limits coasters and then applied at? you know, GCI or something. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. I mean, I, I wrote a pretty cringy article to arrow when I was about 13. Um, but I got a lot of cool shit. They sent me a lot of cool shit in the mail. Um, all those like, uh, old ride pamphlets and marketing materials that, um, I think I've shown you a few times. Um, yeah, yeah. You show me some pictures of those. That's cool shit. And like, yeah, everybody does cringe shit at 13 years old, but you know, the thing is it's in the follow through, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, nobody's going to hire you. If you come through to IAPA and you're like, Oh, I have these great videos on YouTube where I analyze layouts and then I make my own and yeah, actually, so as far as, you know, roller coaster engineering, it's, there's probably like, there's one guy who does all of the layout design work. And then there's probably 50 other people who do literally everything else. Yeah. Supports the ties, um, the trains, <laughs> the wheels, everything. Yeah. 
And usually the one guy is fucking what? Werner Stengel. Yeah. There's a couple exceptions to that. Uh, a, a guy we know, Keith McVean. He designed the layout for Velocicoaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Intamin just built it to his specifications. But he got he got to that job, well, by being a nerd, kind of. But I think the time for that is kind of passed in a way. <clears throat> you know, like the time of being able to use your nerd cred to get a job right, in yeah. the industry. I think the time for that has passed. Yeah, there's there's plenty of nerds out there who take up yeah, space. Yeah, it's nothing special anymore because anyone can go fucking Google anything and figure out all of it and start using the lingo. And it's not like it's not like it's a bad thing. It just means that nerd cred isn't worth anything. Yeah. Everybody knows what the fuck a B&M is now. Oh, man. I, I was scrubbing through Taylor's interview of Golden Horse. Oh, yeah? How was that? Have you ever heard of VR coasters or VR on roller coasters? Oh, God. And he's just like, uh, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> anyway. I mean, that's a gift. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. Give me 20 seconds. All right. This is the section of the show. We're coming back to the uh, Zach and Silent Ben portion of the show, except this time, I'm not leaving a big gap of silence. That was my fuck up last time, and I'll own up to it. Uh, but not no less than two people told me that they thought it was the bit. So you were running with that. It's the bit, guys. It's the bit. But not this time. I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to pretend like we've got dead air to fill. So um, I am sitting here smoking on some Bubba Kush, and I just finished sipping on a DiSerono Sour. And I'm probably going to go grab another one once Ben gets back. Going to have to pimp him into doing one of these uh, dead air fill sessions on his own because I am thirsty. What can I say? It's pretty nice out here in Chicago today, and the summer is kicking the fuck in. Ben is back. Yeah, I I threw my shoes in the washing machine, and then were I had to take them out. Trying to like sit on top of it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm doing like I gotta I gotta dump about five loads in the next eight hours. Ew. Yeah, max load. All right this this time it's my turn to bounce and grab a drink. So you fill the dead air for a minute. Okay. Let's uh let's let's um let's do a mental thought experiment on Golden Horse. So I don't think Golden Horse will ever come to the US. But if they did, I think it would be really funny if they started to do wooden coaster conversion treatment and they picked like um I'm trying to think of a funny ride to convert. Actually, I could see them going to Japan and converting Tobo Zoo's Regina coaster, except the track would start warping and it'd get all fucked up pretty quick. Well, there's um, no more wooden coasters left in Japan now, though, right? 
Uh, is is Regina or Reg- that's closed? But is it still standing though? It's standing, but it's closed. Well, last I heard, it was standing. My guess is that it probably still is. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see. Um, I want to see. I want to see um, Golden Horse do the conversion treatment on it. I think that'd be hilarious. Mm. Dude, it would kill that coaster. It would murder it. They try to do like a vertical drop and barrel rolls and stuff. But they're all like clunky and and pumpy, like in no limits. Like when like <clears throat> you wouldn't have like in no limits one, when you wouldn't have the vertices um continuous. And then you would try to do like a heartline roll or something, and it would be like roll part of the way and then like bank the rest, like kind of clunky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's after, how it would be. It's, if they send one train down it and it gets all like warped and shit, like on that picture of the train track. Oh, God. Delete the post. Delete the post. <laughs> fucking internet i was actually so i i got sidetracked with a regina pov and the ride looked pretty good it looked all right yeah it didn't look bad that's for sure (laughs) it didn't look fantastic but it looked fun i feel like i see Dwayne martin in the pov but i don't think he would have been on a theme park review trip nah um, the fuck is it called? So we might have a meetup announcement soon. Oh yeah. Florida. Yeah. We're, we're working on some details for a, a possible meetup in Florida later this year. Um, let's, should we give a date maybe? What is the date? The date, the dates that we have set, we'll give a date and a park. How about that? We're not going to give all the details quite yet, but I'm sure you can probably figure it out if you go looking. The date and the parks are Friday, November 19th and Saturday, November 20th. The parks are Universal Studios, Florida and Universal's Islands of Adventure. Do it. So that's some of the basic info for you guys that uh that are waiting for your next your favorite coaster sucks meetup uh fix. I don't know. We don't have Ben confirmed yet. Yeah, I can't. It's hard. It's really hard for me to plan anything right now. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look this weekend. I don't think I have anything planned for November, so I know it's open. That'd be fun. I need, I need, you know what? I need a reason to go to Florida. I always like put it off. So That's what I'm saying, man. Well, okay. Since we're since we're getting into it, we could start giving some more specifics. We gave the date. We gave the parks. There is an event 
see, because we we this is we found that this is the best way to run our meetups is to run them coinciding with another event. So we found that there is an event called the Orlando Informer Meetup happening at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure on those dates, which features five and a half hours every night of ERT on all the major attractions and unlimited food and non-alcoholic beverages from most of the park's food service locations. So essentially, and, and they limit the capacity, the attendance. Um, so essentially you're looking at five and a half hours of short lines, free food, both parks, and it runs after park closing. See, so get there a little early, much like Hollywood nights. Except the food is not centralized in one location. It's all the food locations throughout the park. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. And then also, of course, Velocicoaster is open. Uh, the Tranodon Flyers will be open and available. Nice. <clears throat> um, Hagrid's, you know, Rip Ride Rocket, all of them. It's all going to be available. Simpsons, Transformers, all of Harry Potter stuff, free butterbeer. Um, all the information on that can be found at OrlandoInformer.com, I believe. Uh, this is not sponsored, by the way. They're not sponsoring us. This is just something I found that looked fucking awesome. So I want us to have the meet up there. <clears throat> I think it would be great. I think you should come. Yeah, I'll I'll um I'll try to figure that out in the next few days. Um Speaking of other parks and shit, um I might be visiting Adventureland Sunday morning. Oh, fun. I need to get there. My goal is to make it a very, very quick and abrupt uh, credit credit run. How so, you get to ride the little baby forty free spin? The little baby what? Forty free spin. Isn't it a isn't it a clone? No, it's it's modified. It's shortened. Oh shit! I'll like it only it. has two hills. Like, you know how, like, on Joker, it's like one, two, three, and then you're over? Oh, weird. Yeah, it's only got two, and then goes underneath, and then back around, does one hill, and then goes down, and then over, and into the station. Okay, weird. Let me... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's the little baby one, although it should mean a slightly shorter wait in line, maybe. Right, yeah. And also, <clears throat> from the POV I saw, it looks like the flips are a little more aggressive. Okay, nice. Which would make sense since you, you're you doing, like, you know, short, shorter, but the, the circumference is smaller and stuff. Yeah, right, okay. So, yeah, let you know, <clears throat> let us know how it is. I think that opened, uh, I want to say last year, but maybe this year. 
Um, I think it was this year. It was, yeah, it opened Memorial Day weekend. Okay, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> New for 2021 credit for you there. That'll be fun. Make sure you uh, give us a trip report. Make sure I yell no brakes when riding Outlaw. No, right. <clears throat> David J. Ellis. <laughs> I love how David J. Ellis like wears. I think he like wears a shirt that says David J. Ellis or something. It has like his YouTube name on his shirt. That's okay. That's acceptable. <laughs> I don't really care for people wearing their own goddamn merchandise. Like, fuck off. You're not Carrie fucking King. But if you just have your actual name as your YouTube name, that's fine. We'll give it a pass. Like Tim Tracker, Tracker, Tim Tracker. That That's a weird case. But I don't <laughs> think he wears his own merch. No, no, no. I just, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> it is weird that, like, that's his name on his fucking badge. In yeah. that picture from Iapa. <clears throat> <clears throat> and then like someone was like, he got doxxed. And I looked it up and like that definition with doxing was just like someone posted his last name on Twitter. Okay. Which is like that's really not that's not really doxing, in my right. opinion. Yeah. Like doxing is fucking scary. That's not scary. Well, and that's the other thing too. It's um, you know, when when you become a YouTuber, you have given up every expectation of privacy. So that's that's what kind of bugs me. And I'm not saying like this is right. I'm not saying people should get docs or anything like that. It's just like if you want to become an influencer, a YouTuber, you want to become a public figure, you have to accept the reality that you have signed off every expectation of privacy forever. So it's you either got to pick your privacy or you got to pick like, you know, if you want to be an influencer, you're going to get annoyed. Your people are going to try to like ruin your reputation. People are going to hunt you down. Like that's just what you sign up for. Or just do a fucking podcast where you can be in relative obscurity with a small but loyal fan base. That's true. That's not a dig. I really love our fans. <laughs> our fans are fucking great. <clears throat> but with that said, we have a small fan base, which means that you and I still have, uh, you know, decent amount of private life. That's true. Um, although when I'm taking a piss at Adventureland and some dude comes up in the bathroom behind me, and is like your favorite coaster sucks. I might be. I might have to rethink this. It depends on how they say it. If they're like <laughs> your favorite coaster sucks, then like yeah. But if they're like your favorite coaster sucks, then like no, dude, no. <laughs> and that reminds me, my uh, my family was down in Florida just last week, and um, apparently one of our fans. They wore our shirts down to Orlando at oh, yeah, Universal. Yeah, yeah, and apparently one of our fans saw them and recognized them and and said hi. So that's awesome. Nice. So uh, shouts to Joe, I believe. Joe, he sent me a message on Instagram saying I saw them, said hi. So I, I want to say his name was Joe. 
I'm pretty sure. Shouts to you. If it, and if your name's not Joe, I'm really sorry. I'm not looking at my phone to confirm. I'm just kind of running with it off the top of my head. But shouts to you either way. We're going to go with Joe. <laughs> that was cool to hear that, uh, you know, we got recognition all the way down to fucking Orlando. Hmm. Hell yeah. Well, Orlando is the hotspot of the Thuzi community. Yeah. Well, it's like in, in the enthusiast world, it's kind of like New York. You know, if I can make it there, I'll make it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's sadly if, true. Yeah. If we're getting recognized in Orlando, <laughs> then we're doing something right. <laughs> Secondhand recognition in Orlando means something. I'm but loving yeah, no. the I'm loving the influencers in the wild um, posts that are always in Orlando, especially when I don't I don't get what's up with every time a new chain a fucking chain restaurant opens in Orlando, it's like this big event because everyone who lives in Orlando has to post about it, and it's like. Hey everyone, I stood in line for three hours to get whatever. And then there's all these like YouTubers there. And it's like, yeah, a grand opening of this chain. And it's like, are you excited about a chain restaurant? I don't know. I don't get that shit. I really don't understand it. Yeah. Like the last two I remember seeing were White Castle and Portillo's. And obviously as a Chicagoan, congratulations. You got White (laughs) Castle and Portillo's. If you stood in line for it for that long or waited in that long, uh, you got played. I hope you enjoyed waiting in that long of a line to then hand over money for decent food. Not going to lie. It's not like shit food. Well, White Castle shit. It's the experience. I had fun. So, like, you know, don't judge. Yeah. A.K.A. I had to make a video of something. This dick's not going to suck itself. <laughs> I made $1 in ad revenue. I made one more dollar in ad revenue than I spent in gas money. It was worth it. It's about networking. Like, you know what's fucking crazy, too, is that I'm starting to see Bucky's hats here in Denver. And... For some reason, I have a feeling that these aren't Texans, that they're Florida people. Are there like a lot of Florida people in Denver? Yeah, yeah. There's like three Florida plates on my block. It's just weird. Like, because it's like, you know, you expect to see California, you expect to see Texas, you expect to see like Illinois, New York. Those are, you know, massive population states. Um, but yeah, Florida is a big one too. But I feel like if you see Florida people, like you see Florida plates everywhere. And there's actually, we always like, we always joke about Florida plates because anytime you see like, um, you know, like a bumper that's about to fall off, you see somebody swerving, you see somebody almost crash into a wall, you see someone parking over the solid line, you see someone like parked with their hazards on in an inconvenient spot. It's always a Florida plate. It's just kind of funny. Whereas if you see someone kind of mindlessly drifting between two lanes while looking at their phone, 
that's always a California plate. And if you see someone like barreling down a street, like, fuck you, I own this thing. And like a Ford F-250, that's always a Texas plate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Texans cause a lot of accidents here. Oh, my God. Texans are the worst because they drive these giant ass cars and they all drive like they're saying to themselves, my taxes paid for this road, didn't they? Yeah. <clears throat> no, it's like, tax- that's not the goddamn point. You're going 70 in a 35. <laughs> yeah. the mo- So um, I-70 here that goes to the ski resorts in the, in the wintertime. So I-70 is a shit show on Saturdays and Sundays because of ski traffic. And whenever you see cars spun out or flipped over on the side of the road, that causes these they cause like massive delays and in the mountains, there's no alternate route. So like you'll be trying to go skiing and then you're stuck in a two hour delay. Um, and every time it's, Oh, it's like literally like eight, eight out of nine times or whatever. It's always like a, a Ford F one fifty with a Texas plate. And then a small shitty beat up car with probably bald tires of the Florida plate. Those are like, that's the most common accident is a Texas person running over like a Florida person in a car. It's like poetic. <laughs> it's like guaranteed always to be that case. God. Like, I can't think of anything worse than highways full of Texas, Florida and California drivers. Yeah. Like that seems like, a fucking nightmare of nightmares. I will say though, the thing about Californian drivers, I would at least here would disagree a little bit about the California drivers only because I don't like, I, I don't know. I guess I don't have issues with California drivers. And a lot of times too, rental rental cars are from like rental cars have California plates like frequently. Um, but, okay, well, I'm basing my judgment off of <clears throat> three specific experiences, which involve me driving in and around Vegas. Okay, in Vegas, yeah, because Vegas is where like people who get pushed out of California move to, and like every car that I encountered with it that was doing any kind of shit driving at all. Had a California plate. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. You could like fucking, you'd see like a car, like change lanes way too close without a signal and be like, I bet that's California. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in like Vegas is basically a, a suburb of Los Angeles. Same with Phoenix. Kind of. Yeah. But see in Phoenix, it didn't seem so bad. Because Phoenix is all just like a suburb, basically. Yeah. It's like just like urban sprawl forever. For old people. Well, not all old people. Like, because like we were in Mesa, right? Because that's where Rianne's um, family live. My in-laws are all there. So we were in Mesa for a little while. I spent some time out there. And it's pretty much just like urban sprawl forever. Mm-hmm. But like, it's weird because it's like people are like riding bikes and shit. Yeah. So it's like 110 and like people are in the bike lane, but it's the suburbs too. So it's a bike lane and there's like a 45 mile per hour 
speed limit with two lanes on each side. Well, it's a dry heat. Yeah, and that shit's bullshit, too. Because once it's over 100, it doesn't matter how fucking dry it is. It sucks. Yeah, so I I personally love dry heat, but I can't stand heat. Like, I would rather take 105 as a dry heat versus 82 as a humid heat. Like, I can't. I, can't, I don't fuck with humidity. Can't do it. But shit, if it's like 110, I'll go for a bike ride. I'll go for a run. Whatever. See, I, I was starting to get <clears throat> kind of out of my ways uh, being in that Arizona sun for so goddamn long. Yeah. Like, when we went out in April, I didn't even pack shorts. Well, that's your problem. Well, that was one of my problems. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that, like, man, Arizona do not fuck around. <laughs> like, at all. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't handle living there. I could do Vegas. Because the heat there is not as bad as Phoenix. Yeah, Vegas is like, it seems like Vegas is like five degrees cooler than Phoenix. Yeah, it's like five, ten degrees cooler, which doesn't seem like a huge difference. But when the difference is between 105 and 115, it's a huge fucking difference. Yeah. Especially when the sun's beating down on you and shit. Yeah, that 10 degrees, that's fucking, that's the world of difference. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting when we have these water, water battles. Um, because California and Arizona always are like stealing Colorado's water. Well, not literally, but basically they have to. So it's pretty cool. So um, uh, my buddy I live with, he he's like a fish biologist for the government. And so his whole job is about managing um, like riverways and water flows, you know, throughout the country. Wow. So it's really, it's pretty interesting to learn about all this. And, uh, yeah, so Colorado can't hold like so what happens is like the Colorado the water starts at the continental divide and it either goes east or west, but Cal or but Colorado has to like they have a certain quota of the river flow that they have to send down the Colorado River so that way it can go to Arizona and California. Um but otherwise like they could essentially just hold it all here. And uh but you know California is like, oh no, we have to grow almonds and avocados and and pomegranates in this in a fucking desert, and so they like steal all the water and they waste it in their poor planting agriculture. But yeah, and now they're in a drought. Which is really bad. They've been like, in a drought for like 30 years. Yeah. But now it's like, now it's extreme. Well, that's because it compounds. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, think, think back your entire life. And like, when has California not been in a drought? Like, think about your entire life. Like, I'm sure you can remember, just like I can, like El Nino and El Nina. Mm hmm. And that shit that happened in like the early 2000s, 
that really affected it out there. <laughs> and it was like, oh, well, it's great there's rain because there's been a drought, but, you know, like, they've been in a drought our entire fucking life, and you know that shit just compounds. <laughs> let, like, you know what? Just let let California just fall off the San Andreas fault. Just just let it happen. That's what Bill Hicks was saying, man. Arizona <laughs> Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, you lizard scum. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it kind of alarming because uh, you know my buddy's like, yeah, like I I work with people who, you know, they've, they've done, they've worked in reclamation and they've worked in, you know, this field for so long and they see the warning signs because they've been studying it for their whole career. And so they're like, yep, I am moving to the Great Lakes because this will be, you know, eventually like the Great Lakes will be the main migration magnet in the country because the Southwest is going to dry out. Arizona is going to dry out. Everything in the Mountain West isn't going to be able to sustain millions of people per city um so that just makes the great lakes attractive duluth up the up chicago detroit tons of water god damn it so just wait detroit your your comeback is 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 approaching just hold on hold on for dear life i mean the insane clown posse did all they could for that city (laughs) <laughs> they've done what they could they they did what they could <laughs> and we congratulate them for it <laughs> <laughs> oh man wouldn't it be fun to go see them again I want to say yes but at the same time I'm a well, little here, skeptical there's, but, a, there's an asterisk too yeah Denver is a fucking clown town dude yeah, I don't understand that. It's been that way for years. Like they had like they ba- they did like basically like a second version of the gathering at Red Rocks at one point. Okay. Just cuz like I guess it's just such a big thing in Denver specifically. Have you seen that for yourself? No, I I don't think I've ever seen a hatch a man on a car here or anything like that. You just probably don't hang around in the, the neighborhoods where those kind of cars are driving around. <laughs> I mean, unless, you know, I could see I could see Denver being sort of a like um No, you know what? The Juggalos probably all got priced out. Yeah, well, or I was going to say it's it's like the Juggalos who you know, they entered the corporate world and they have a kid, you know, like they're not exactly flagging it anymore. But when. Oh, ICP yeah. Like our buddy town, Dr. Don. Yeah. But like when the when the ICP comes to town, they definitely take off Friday, Monday, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Actually. I kind of wish I had kept up with some of the juggalos I knew to see if any of them actually ever grew up. Because for, you know, you met some of my juggalo friends mm-hmm. um, from what I gathered about them. They're probably all in approximately the same place they were whenever the last time I spoke with them was. OK. Just because. 
if you lean too hard into that lifestyle, it hinders room for personal growth if you don't like I'm trying to phrase this delicately you know how like you or I can under like could see a situation and kind of make of it what it is yeah right but some people don't have that like critical thinking ability Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that leaning too hard into it hinders your ability to see what the shortcomings are, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I could. Yeah, totally. Then that's, that's the same, the same could apply with roller coasters too. Yeah. I mean, that's true. If you lean too hard into this shit, you fucking, you end up being a fucking asshole making rude ass comments on some bullshit video on YouTube complaining that voyage is closed and you know, cause it killed a woman and like, how dare holiday world close the voyage. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. I think there's like, I think a lot more people than really it admit to it or think about it are really like gluttons for self pity. Right. Just like on, in certain specific ways. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like you might not even realize it. Like I know I, I was for a long time where it's like something about being able to say X, Y, Z didn't happen or I don't have X, Y, Z is fulfilling it in its own way. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching here. Is this still a roller coaster podcast? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we have we have uh, abandoned the format of ever using even a lineup, a line out. We used to use real, really, really concise lineouts. Remember that? Yeah, and I am, outlines. Outlines, yeah. Freeform, yeah. It just shit happens, you know. I think um, I think our dynamic works better this way, but it also makes it get to some weird places sometimes. <laughs> well, I also I also drank a uh, a giant thing of iced coffee, and then I drank a little tequila. So that happens. It's okay. Oh, you're gonna shit a worm. Hopefully, <laughs> hot snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna piss a worm. Via Fuck. sounding. Ah! <laughs> Just like, oh god, I'm having a horrible image in my mind of like a worm on a fishing hook going in. Why on a fishing hook? Like you're fishing for something in there. Ugh. <laughs> uh. That's that's gross. But yeah, funny. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> But hey, I'm I'm trying here. I made myself laugh, and that's a good first step. 
I'm imagining somebody holding a fishing pole with the fishing hook, like giving piercing their dick like a Prince Albert. And they're like, you know, moving the, the fishing rod up and down. So like you're like the dick is bouncing. It's, and they're like, hello, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that I'm picturing like Chris Pontius putting oh. the hook like through the top of the fucking foreskin. And then just like playing with the string so it's bouncing. <laughs> it's a stunt. And then like an eel bites it or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, ah, ha, 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 yeah. ah. And like Steve O and Dave England and Knoxville all come running in and laugh. Steve just, just throws up. Like he just walks in and just starts throwing up for no he reason. He right onto his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and Pontius is like, ah, it stings. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for Jackass 4. <laughs> yeah, and then like and then like um Johnny Knoxville just like randomly just throws a shoe at his dick for no reason and starts laughing. <laughs> And then Bam Margera throws Wee Man off the boat. <laughs> right, yeah. And like fucking Preston Lacey is like skied uh fucking uh wakeboarding in the back or some shit. <laughs> Dude, I what the fuck happened to Bam? What the fuck happened to Bam? I don't know. I guess he, he got like hooked on Adderall and just went fucking crazy. Right? Like Jeff Tremaine like has a fucking uh what's it called filed against him. Oh really? Uh, yeah, um uh protection order. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. He like got fired off the movie and Yeah, Jeff Tremaine filed a protection order against him. So God, I don't know I what the fuck is going on with Bam, but like some serious shit or something. I hope he's all right. Remember that video, the music video he put out? Like, I don't know. It was probably like 10 years ago. Bend my dick around and fuck myself in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Um, <laughs> uh, someone we know sent me that song and was like laughing about it a lot. Yeah. I think you probably know who I'm talking about. I could probably guess, yeah. Yeah. He sent me some good music though. I'll be honest. That dude, he's 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 uh he sent me some good tracks. <clears throat> he he has a good taste in music for sure. But yeah, no, he sent me that one and he was like, Isn't that funny? And I'm like, kind of, but it's also <laughs> kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I think what it is, I mean, Ben became a pro skater at like, whatever, like 14 or something. So imagine your life, you you get thrown into pro skating at a young age, you start making a shit ton of money, like before you graduate high school, if you even graduated high school, fell right in a jackass, where you just like get fucked up and do stupid stunts. And then all of a sudden you like, you're in your 30s with a shit ton of money. 
and you're losing your edge and you're losing your fame, you know, and it's like probably hard to handle. That's true. But like, it also goes to show you, you probably shouldn't try to make a living off of being like a young, stupid person. Right. Yeah. Just retire, retire, find something else. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Direct. Find a new kid, a new group of young idiots. Yeah. And tell them what to do. And then you film it and make all the money. Make a bunch of no limits coasters and show up at the IAPA with your inkjet printed screenshots and no limits. Dude, no, I bet you Bam could get could have gotten sponsorship deals for like a lot of shit. Well, he did. I mean, he was in, you know, a few commercials and like right guard and stuff and Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, my man's not making it on a Wheaties box or nothing, but I'm sure he could, you know, still sell some shit. Yeah. Bam, get some help, man. <laughs> That's what honestly kind of concerns me about, um, um, which is a sad truth about the industry is that, um, you know, Coaster Studios or just any of those YouTuber channels, when they get older, that they're gonna, there's gonna be that edge is gonna be gone. And I feel like a lot of YouTubers kind of, that, that's kind of the problem with the YouTuber influencer culture is that people think that they can do the same thing forever. But there's always going to be, you know, a newer, younger person that's gonna take the spot. Yeah. Cause if that's your thing, then it's not about doing the best. It's about your, th- you know, whatever the thing you're doing is. Right. Yeah. Like people get so, you know, like people get it, like the appearance of the person is static. And then the second you change, people lose interest and then they go to the next one. Yeah. Or someone can just do it sexier or younger or funnier than you, you know, yeah. and then yep, that's it. It's kind of like you ever see uh, the wrestler with Mickey Rourke? No. He's like this old wrestler. It's fucking sad because it's true. He's like this old wrestler. And what the fuck do wrestlers do when they're done wrestling? Do you know? Uh, probably like painkillers. Yeah. There's no, what else are you going to fucking do after you wrestled your whole life? <laughs> like, right. What the fuck else are you going to do? You, you look like a fucking roided out monster. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? You can't go like serve tables or anything. But there's no retirement plan for these guys. Yeah. So he's like out there working matches still in like his 60s. And he's like living in a trailer and eating dinty more and shit. Like it's fucking sad, but it's true. And that's how a lot of these professions, I think, are. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got to learn how to adapt. Change that times change like. I don't know. Buy a farm. Make some organic jelly. I don't know. Invent Jankum number two. <laughs> Would that be with like semen and vomit? <laughs> yeah. And, uh. and, and blood. Uh. <clears throat> oh. Oh. That's gross. For some reason, that fucks with me. I can't do it. (laughs) 
If you don't know what Jankum is, Google it and thank us later. <clears throat> or watch the South Park episode on cheesing. Because I, I want to pretty think, close. Yeah, well, the, the cheesing episode was in response to the Jankum thing. Because remember that? Like, I remember pretty clearly because it was brought up in our school um, where people were so convinced that teenagers like all teenagers were doing Jenkum. Like it was the trendy thing and everybody was doing it. When in reality, it was probably like an instance of like a few people who tried it, you know? I mean, I know it's popular in jail. They can, they confuse the entire population of teenagers in America with the entire population of West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I know Jenkum is a thing in jails and prisons. Um, but yeah, it was probably like one kid tried it and he got in trouble or whatever. And then they're like, oh, parents. Are yeah, one kid, one kid shit in a jar, and his mom was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> uh, nothing, mom. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can like specifically see the ball logo on the mason jar. Like. <laughs> Oh my god. Well that seems like as good a place as any. <laughs> right? Yeah. Cause I don't think there's any way to top that. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. But if you enjoyed that, please let us know by leaving us a five star review, especially uh those of you listening on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get discovered by other uh folks who like different roller coaster podcasts. And we appreciate that because, you know, as much as we love all you guys, we want some more folks to join this crowd. And uh by this crowd we mean of course our awesome fan base who are really active on our Discord server. So if you are into Discord, you like chat rooms, you like the show, you want to talk with some like minded folks, head on over to our Discord. The link is in the episode description. Uh you can also of course Get a hold of us very easily. Your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com or 312-572-9552. And I do, oh, do got to send a quick shout out to uh, our buddy Trevor, who's been sending a bunch of great stuff our way. He sent us the Two Girls, One Cup remix. He, uh, he recently sent me uh, the Afro Man video for Because I Got High with Jay and Silent Bob. Which I fucking love. It's great. Oh, nice. And uh, I was listening to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts. It's the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast. And he was talking about when they were shooting that video. And I guess Jason Muse, who plays Jay, is uh, is like really badly addicted to heroin at that point. Okay. And so they were like trying to check him into rehab around then. He's like, yeah, I remember like being on set with Afro man and like trying to pretend like I'm smoking weed and having fun. (laughs) 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 So it's just kind of funny that Trevor sent that, but thank you, Trevor. Much appreciated. We always get like uh, getting the emails and the messages from bud. Um, Yeah. You can also find us very easily. Your favorite coaster sucks.com. We got all the episodes up there. We got some other fun stuff. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe we'll start doing new stuff. We got shirts up there. We got a whole fuck ton of shirts up there. I don't know if you guys knew. We we haven't been putting the shirts ad in. We've been going ad free recently. No reason to keep harping on you guys. You know where to find us. But the shirts are up there. There's a bunch of styles. We'll we'll be putting some new ones up soon. <clears throat> so go find all of them there. Your favorite coaster sucks.com. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to uh, join us over there because we sh- certainly do appreciate that. It's where the people who uh, really love the show. Now, we, you know, we are happy. And I think I can speak for both of us freely when I say uh, we, we love doing this show and just putting it out there for everyone who chooses to listen. But for sure. Yeah, yeah. But we also super appreciate everyone who uh feels like it's uh, it's worth a little more than uh just listening to so we uh we appreciate that we got a couple things that we like to do for those folks mainly our zoom calls we try to be um easily accessible to everyone who enjoys our show um and one of the ways to do that starting at just a buck a month over on patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks we do a zoom call every month where we hang out with everyone who's free to hang out with us. We hang out all night for fucking hours on end, chatting, shooting the shit. It's fun. We have a great time. So um, we'll have one coming up in a few weeks. Uh, I don't know. We'll pick a date. So if you're hearing this when it comes out, you are not too late. You can join this month and we will get you in on that Zoom call. We'll have details coming on up. Also, something we like to do is give a shout out to all of our awesome patrons. So shouts out to these fine folks right here. Brian Cosson, Chris, Dave, Coaster Talk, no BS zone. Hey, thanks for joining us on the call, uh, Dave. That was fantastic. Uh, Keith Iorio, uh, Coaster Ferg, Davis Skelton, Dane and Rafferty, Hemi. Thanks again for joining us on our call. Hemi is a uh, good talking to you. Sean Brookheiser, Drew B., Gabriel Ludwiski also joined our Zoom calls. Good to see him. Nathan Slater, Brian Lewis, Joshua Knight. Uh, and go check out Josh's uh, content. He's cheap enthusiast on YouTube. Uh, Luann Lewis, Scott Levine, Mikey Mayo. I believe Mikey Mayo's got some new music out, so go check that out. He is a boss. Uh, Michael Muldoon. Uh, uh, shout out to Michael Muldoon. Good dude. Incredibly knowledgeable about parks in Orlando. So if you ever have a question about the Orlando area, he's the guy to hit up. Tristan Cox. Uh, I've been seeing him really active in our Discord recently. So uh, thanks, Tristan. Dominic B. Stefan Feinbaum. Daniel Puckett. Nathan Hart. Jonathan Hawkins. Jared Mullen. Brandon Carter. And of course, our homie Prairie Coasting. Go check him out. He's got his uh, authentically and uniquely Canadian coaster podcast yeah thanks all those folks and if you want to join again all the details over at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks or right down in the episode description um that's all and normally all this stuff we run through that's about it i can't think of anything else all right well i know you gotta move yep so i will have a new studio as of today, I just got the keys for it. Is this I'll say, Studio 5? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, 
Yep. It'll be studio number five. And I say studio to get my mind off the fact that it's a garden level apartment. But hey, I was actually going to say, I bet you're glad you're not in Seattle anymore. Well, now that everything's opening back up, I am starting to miss Seattle, but that is still true. Yeah. I'm glad to be back here. Um, I am also. Well, I'm just saying because it was like 115 degrees there. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this apartment is one block, literally one block outside of Denver. So I'm technically no longer a Denver resident. I am a resident of Wheat Ridge, which has a cool name, I guess. So, yeah. Hey, maybe um, dispensaries will stay open later near you. I'm trying to think of the dispensaries in Wheat Ridge. I think um, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're technically open until 11. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. But um, what? so I had a fucking. Oh, my God. So this morning I went to go register my car. So my plates have been expired for about 13 months. And uh, wow. Yeah. So I, I have, I'm driving back home tomorrow. So um, I, I went to the Denver DMV and I was like giving them my new address. And they're like, oh, so technically you're Jefferson County. So we can't process your plate here. We have to go to the Jefferson County DMV. And I was like, uh, well, well, technically my lease is up in a month. So can I just keep this address? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. So I was like, I'm not. Because I got up at 6.30, went to the DMV right at 7 o'clock, waited in line. I'm like, I'm not fucking with this. Seriously. Um, well, at least they were able to just do it for you. Yeah. And I'm still technically registered on Hooker Street. I never nice. changed my address. Yeah. My nice. driver's license still is Hooker Street. I'm never changing that. I mean, it's so it's so funny. Like when I check into a hotel, or you know, we have to use my credit card somewhere, and they ask for the ID, and they're always like, "Okay, twenty five, twenty seven, Hooker Street." I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> I couldn't correct. believe that shit when we drove up there. Yeah. I felt weird saying it. I remember when I was getting that first apartment, I had to call the landlord. I'm like, yeah, I'm calling about uh, 2527 Hooker Street. Yeah. That was a good place. That was also garden level. But I know I it was a good apartment. Like it, was cheap, it, it was cheap as fuck for the location. I mean, yeah, it's a good memories in there. Nice and big. Had a nice giant like uh, storage room. I mean, sucks that you had neighbors. Yeah, like above you. Yeah, they were cool though. All right. Well, I'm gonna piss my pants. So, <laughs> oh, live on air. No, I've been, um, I've been I've been like rocking for the last three minutes. So. Oh Jesus! All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. Thanks a bunch for listening, and until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. Your favorite cucks suck.